1: Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a will production with your hosts, Mary Mark, Wishful Wade, and Benevolent Bob. Your nuts roasting on an open fire, Jack Frost ripping through your clothes, yuletide carols being sung by a liar, and folks dressed up like mosquitoes. Yes, this week the likely lads linger on the least loved leisure time, Christmas Gone Wrong. Please prepare thy mistletoe and enjoy the show.
2: Hey, everybody, and happy holidays from us here at Distractible. We have another fun episode for you today. a podcast where we talk about whatever we want. I'm your host, Wade. How are you guys doing? Mark and Bob.
1: This has devolved so much. You know, it's, it was, I thought it was going to be like a special Christmas episode, but just man. Oh. Really besmirching the name of Distractible. You want me to
2: say Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays? Is that what I did wrong?
1: No, 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 no. It's just like the, it was. It was after the monotone Happy Holidays, and then the just like the two seconds of it is Distractible where we talking about stuff.
2: Yeah, well. I felt like it was more important to focus on the holiday aspect than what we're doing. We're just a bunch of assholes. Ain't that the truth?
1: No, it's not the truth. It ain't. We're good people. We're good assholes. I agree. No, we're good. I believe in the good in us. And I believe in the 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 institution that is distractible.
0: The institution.
1: <laughs> maybe that's not the right word. Maybe a better word. Better word. The tradition that is distractible.
0: I believe in the prison that is distractible. The wholesome family get-together that is distractible
1: exactly not a prison wait the wholesome get-together
0: the celebrated pastime of a nation that is distractible that's us man we're a global
2: phenomenon that is distractible
1: Uh, hold on
2: universal really i
1: I guess interplanetary sensations sweeping the Space station. Do you think there's an alien species out there that also does podcasts and they have one that's called Distractable in their own alien tongue?
2: Dude, if we have to go to alien court, if our introduction to aliens is us being taken to alien court for violating their uh, copyright, yeah, that'd be a great.
0: The alien court.
2: We had distractible in 1382
0: BC. BC, They had Christ. (laughs) (laughs) No, before (laughs) Chesalampadon. Your Honor, the prosecution will show in these proceedings (laughs) that the human word distractible is, in fact, the same as (laughs) beloved podcast of our people, an idea stolen by these fleshy meat wads. these aliens are kind of robotic in my head i didn't you couldn't get that from subtext but and slightly specious actually extremely specious
2: they sound like hk47 from star wars irritated inquiry
0: master (laughs) meatbags yeah well Space court aside, I guess we're an institution now. What do we do? Do we need to have a Christmas party yeah, or something? I don't know. What do institutions do?
1: What do institutions... What defines an institution? Institution. What's an instant tuition? I did not say... Institutions. Society organized, founded for a religious, educational, social, or
0: similar purpose. Similar. Similar. <laughs> similar. We're similar to those. <laughs> I think we fall <laughs> under similar. That's a similar... What's your purpose? Similar. Or... Second definition, an established law, practice, or custom. Custom. We're a, a custom. Mm. We're a similar custom. Institutions include marriage, distractible, <laughs> but, and also a baseball. I don't know. If you have listened to distractible, you're married
2: to it and therefore obligated for the rest of your life to always listen to it.
0: Yeah, that's the stuff.
2: Exactly. That is our custom institutional demand requirement.
0: Happy holidays, everybody.
1: Yeah
2: similar this is great well since we're so deep in the holiday spirit already i figured this is a good time as any to have a fun episode where we talk about holidays kind of whatever we want to talk about holidays but um specifically weird traditions either you've heard about read about or that's in your own family or just weird stuff y'all do i know that there's weird things that happen around the world around christmas time so uh true let's sip on our eggnog grab our hot cocoa and candy canes kick back and uh Christmas it up in here yeah
0: no
1: yeah, you sure all right great yeah all right
2: man I have
0: all that stuff
1: and I'm gonna judge
2: you guys based on whatever I feel like uh, that's the criteria so similar similar similar
0: to what it's similar don't don't question it I'm gonna judge you based on comparable similar you <laughs> got like poke holes in this yeah it's flimsy man yeah <laughs> Don't poke holes in it, it'll sink in a second. If we had a building for our institution, it's a cardboard facade that's not held up very well. It's been rained on, it's kind of curly at the edges. And based on our current
2: legal situation with the Interdimensional Podcast Association, we've got to be careful how what words we use, so.
0: Mm. I have a problem. Okay. I have some concerns. Okay. Oh, should, I, should I mute the recording for this? Is this private? No, no, this is in regards to the topic revolving around Christmas. Mm-hmm. I've heard reports uh, from around the neighborhood concerned parents frightened children get rid of the kids Solve the problem that there is there's apparently an old man keeping tabs on all the kids in your neighborhood you guys heard about this in my (laughs) neighborhood in your neighborhood Uh apparently everywhere Uh i don't know if it's a network of old men yeah 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 he's supposedly incredibly fat so i don't think he's running around all over the place must have cameras or i don't know what this guy (laughs) he keeps a running tally of everything that kids do and then like scores them good or bad Naughty.
2: Yeah. Is he part of a uh, OMN, the Good Old Men Network? I guess. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I've, I can start getting letters for that. I'm getting up to that
1: age. I've heard of this guy too, and mm-hmm. I, I've actually heard he's not slow. I've heard he's very fast. Well, that's even creepier. And you know, he doesn't just keep tabs on people. He watches them when they're sleeping. Well, how does he know when they're sleeping? He just knows, okay? Okay. Usually, I mean, he probably like- Cameras? Bets on night. You know, people usually sleep at night. You're gonna beat the odds if you bet someone to sleep at night, you know?
0: Oh, I don't know if that counts as knowing then. Like. If if I peer in your window at 3 a.m., yeah, you're probably sleeping. I didn't know that. No, no,
1: no. The thing is, he's always watching. That's what you were saying. But you have to sleep at some point. So he knows when you're
0: sleeping, if he's watching you. He knows the moment you fall asleep. It's just messed up. I feel like everyone's bought into this. He has fans mm-hmm. that, that cheer for his arrival. Mm-hmm. There's a parade on Thanksgiving that's basically in his honor. Mm-hmm. And listeners... I'm sure you've already got there. Yes, I'm talking about THE Santa Claus. Jolly old St. Nicholas. Right. Jolly because he's creeping on everybody. Because he's watching. And also, I just want to know, at what age does he stop watching? Because I can be pretty childish, but I don't want this old guy checking me out in my sleep. Makes me really uncomfortable uh, to sleep in the nude, which is my preferred way to sleep. Does he know when we're having sex? Oh, yeah. Is that good or bad? I don't even know how he's, how does he score that?
1: He has a naughty
2: list. Ugh. He's got a naughty list. So why is it sometimes good to be naughty, but for Santa, it's bad to be naughty?
1: When is it good to be naughty?
0: Know, all those advertisements for like lingerie and stuff, like, oh, get on the naughty list this year. Yeah, like if you do something and 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 someone looks at you and you're like, oh, naughty boy. That was good naughty, right? That, no, that doesn't seem good. If I did that to you, Mark, wouldn't you be excited? No, no. If, no. I, if I took my hand and slowly brushed it up your thigh and I leaned in so my untrimmed mustache whiskers tickled your earlobe and I was just like, oh, yeah a
1: boy. You know?
0: Wouldn't you be excited about that? I feel like I'm getting a
1: little bit of it right now and I don't feel very excited. Fear, fear is what I'm starting to feel.
0: My heavy shoe scrapes the back of your calf because I'm trying to be delicate, but I'm not. The smell of uh, monster energy and, and Takis on my breath. <laughs> Okay, wait, whoa! Now we're talking here. We're the one blue time. ones. My fingers oh, are blue too. No, 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 not like that. And for some reason, my thumb is real blue under my shirt, which you'll learn later. <laughs> I can only imagine the situation in which your tongue would also be covered in Taki's dust. That's the good kind of naughty, Mark. There, it clearly, it exists. Everyone's on the same page, I think, now.
1: Okay, all right. Can you use it in a sentence? Another sentence other than the one that you used it in before?
0: (laughs) I mean, I feel like that was a pretty good sentence. uh, I want another one. (laughs) uh, Did you see how... Mark's cheeks got really flushed when Bob caressed him. That was naughty. So I feel like those are two separate sentences, but whatever it is. What, it's like a It's like a semicolon.
2: <laughs> I've got one for you too. Naughty or nice, those are the options. There's a
1: sentence for you. All right, okay. I feel better about that sentence than... The, I, I'm actually, my brain is currently purging what, what Bob was saying in the past <laughs> few minutes, so I'm resetting down into a mental state.
2: Oh, it'll come back around, don't worry. I got stuck on his un bristled
0: mustache yeah, untrimmed
2: mustache cares against my earlobe
1: that's hot ladies love a
2: mustache
1: I still can't get over why the dust is on
0: your stomach yeah well don't you want to know don't you want to hang out and find out <laughs> I guess yeah man <laughs> look my point is the concept of Santa is weird and creepy and I get that it's old but bless kids for being so accepting if you told that to an adult right yeah if you met an adult who didn't know anything about the world and you were like yeah that this guy watches you all the time knows when you're awake knows when you're sleeping tracks what you're doing at the end of the year gives you judgment good naughty and uh you either get presents or you get you know some bad stuff you like poop in a sock and one not the worst punishment you could get for not being a good person that year but two even an adult who had no idea would be like i don't know about that yeah do i sign up for this is this is this optional (laughs) but kids are just like okay so there's presents
2: he lives in an isolated estate up in the north away from anything where he keeps an undersized workforce
0: unpaid and working all year round he hides away and he keeps mrs claus locked up there she never comes out does does
1: mrs claus like have like a book club or something or does mrs claus get out i
0: don't know let's find out what does mrs who would go to the book club the elves are always working who would go uh the legendary wife of santa claus is known for making cookies with the elves caring for the reindeer and helping to prepare the toys
2: so she scrapes up shit all year while santa's like drinking milk and eating cookies
1: yeah pretty much that makes sense i mean i feel like that kind of would be a full-time job there's got to be a lot of elves so uh i'm preparing i toys. meant the reindeer <laughs>
0: Listen, it's not as glamorous as they make it out to be in the cartoons, okay? The elves are all naked and they shit everywhere just like the reindeer. It's a big open workshop with hay and and sawdust everywhere on the floor to soak up the juices. And Mrs. Claus has got to sweep that place out like twice a day minimum.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, this sidebar, but do you know that movie It's called Fat Man? Did you guys see Fat Man? No. I unironically loved Fat Man. If you guys haven't seen it at home, it's about Mel Gibson as a crotchety Santa Claus and he's got a gun. And oh it's just God. like that sells the whole movie. But Mrs. Claus is amazing in that one. And just like Santa as a whole is awesome. Like people shit on the movie. Like it doesn't have good ratings, but I loved it. I thought it was great. I had a great time with it.
2: That's so weird. I didn't even know Mel Gibson was acting again.
1: Yeah, he kind of came back with a few things here in there i haven't really been following but just like this movie was just interesting
0: i love that hollywood doesn't give a hot damn about what the content is anything that exists eventually someone in hollywood will be like okay it's a gritty reboot right this is a dark santa He's got guns, he's an alcoholic, he has war flashbacks, and he's hard to deal with. Touching turnaround story of how he still saves Christmas despite being a horrifying man. Yes,
1: that's the movie.
0: I never
2: even saw the Billy Bob Thornton one. What was that, Bad Santa?
1: Bad Santa, yeah.
2: I never saw any of those
1: either. Well, that guy wasn't really Santa. In this one, Mel Gibson is actually Santa. Okay. Yeah,
0: I kind of want to watch that now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you you definitely should. I think it's a good watch, but maybe my my taste might be shit, but whatever. Anyway, back to the the concept of Santa as a whole. Yes, is is nightmarish, is terrifying. I think that leads into what Krompus is because Krampus is He's probably the good guy. Well, in in kind of the cosmic sense where people say like, well, maybe maybe Satan's the good guy. You know, I don't know who's to say. Cleaning up the the 'er ne'er-do-wells. It's a thankless job. But Krampus, right? Like Krampus is the kind of counterpart. I don't know where Krampus came from. I don't even know like the origins of the modern day Santa. I know it's like originating with Saint Nicholas.
2: I know in Austria, they have Krampus. He's like an evil counterpart to Santa in Austria. I don't know if that's the origin of it, but- I don't
0: know why I know that, but I know that's a thing in Austria. I love the Austrian tradition with Krampus. Uh Krampus, Krampus. Have you guys heard of Krampuslauf? Krampuslauf, no. Uh, Lauf in German means to run Mm. or to throw. I don't know. Anyway, Krampuslauf translates, I guess, as Krampus procession. It's like the running of the Uh bulls, except it's a pack of Krampuses. I love that (laughs) children and adults line the streets to watch a herd of Krampus Uh run past Mm -hmm. yeah which is just wholesome or
1: something does sound wholesome and or terrifying because if like you're coming out of preschool at the wrong time on that road and you turn your head and a herd of Krampi are coming at you I mean (laughs) you're gonna wish you were a little better that year and I think like it's fascinating because the counterpart to like Santa Claus the whole concept of like they're always being like an evil counterpart to something is kind of lost in today's stories that we tell children because back in the day like when things in the forest could actually kill you i mean they still can today but like it was you know more prevalent there you go in the forest you might die of parents just scaring the absolute shit out of their kids with all these stories in the woods like with the gingerbread house witch, you know hansel and gretel like all these like nightmarish stories of the past having some evil thing that was like if you're not a good kid you will literally be stuffed in a bag in the middle of the night and i will never have to deal with your shit
0: again so you better be good (laughs) yeah dude did kids used to be way wilder than they are now i don't know like kids are still crappy Mm -hmm. i worked at a school for a couple years Years at K 12 school, and like kids could still be just terrible. Uh-huh. Like, you're talking about all the old, like, German, you know, folk stories and stuff. The with, Grimm, they remember. Yeah. yeah, the Brothers Grimm stuff. It's dark, man. Yeah. Dark. Like, kids were so bad. The parents were like, What do we do? What do we do? Oh my God, he won't stop bringing goats into the house and then killing them all over our <laughs> furniture oh god okay we need to invent some stories where kids get their like hearts ripped out through their buttholes or something if they're not good Uh We got to really scare these idiots yeah like what happened man jeez (laughs) i mean maybe that's why i don't know kids are bullies and stuff now maybe kids were like so well behaved back then because they had they got told one of those stories and they were like
2: okay well they needed to have something to distract the kids the parents were so busy on their stone tablets and stuff they weren't really paying attention to them
0: god no oh. i tried not to laugh but it came out uh. but seriously though like what, what, the modern version of like the brothers Grimm stories would be i don't know Graphic. RoboCop will come and shoot you if you're not a good kid. I don't know. like It would be weird, man. My favorite <laughs> Grimm fairy tale. That, that, that doesn't happen. A big,
1: scary police officer is going to shoot you if you don't behave. That's
0: pretty much what RoboCop is. Yeah, but he's a robot. He's special. Right, right. I mean, he's a cyborg. Or is he a robot? A uh, cyborg. I'm not a big lore fan of that franchise, but... He's a cyborg.
2: Is RoboCop different from Judge Dredd? Y- yes. Yes?
0: And
1: I'm insulted that... He- had to even ask that
2: i was asking on behalf of some of our audience i knew the answer
0: (laughs) right of course clearly you are not the law Uh (laughs) uh-huh because he says that oh yeah
1: eagerly awaiting the next the sequel to uh the latest dread movie which was great it was good it was good i liked it it was okay dad what's his face what's his face what is uh uh, Mr. Man. Mikey? No, the guy who played Dread. Oh, Stallone? No, the, I mean, yeah, he did, but in the recent one. Vin Diesel?
0: No, not Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel would make a terrible like Judge Dread. Um, other Vin Diesel? Other Vin Diesel? There's two? No, the guy who kind of looks like Vin Diesel, but he's not Vin Diesel.
1: Who? Hang on, Carl Urban. Carl Urban.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Carl Urban. That's what I said. I definitely didn't have to search that one up. I would have searched it, but for some reason my Googling ability has died, literally. <laughs> oh. I'm still on the call with you guys, so my internet's not gone, but well, it's something. Good okay okay Carl Urban there we go now it's working ish my internet's been a little spotty in my house anyway I'm waiting for the sequel of that movie to come but I know it's never going to happen because it didn't like make a lot of money it like broke even but in Hollywood that means it lost money because of the funky accounting that happens for movies so that's probably not going to happen but it was good and I liked it yeah it was a fun watch it was very fun watch <imit imit>
0: What were we talking about? Krampus. Oh, oh, modern, modern terrifying stories. Oh, yeah,
1: it'd be creepy pasta. Yeah, do they even call it creepy pasta anymore? That's like a, that's like an old. Internet term.
0: I mean, but that's not. Yeah, that's not a thing. What would that story be like? Oh, listen, little Billy, you know the parable of Jeremy and the broomstick creepy pasta. He, he kicked. He kicked his friend's juice box over and then stomped on it, and it sprayed all over his MacBook, and it broke his MacBook, and it cost his parents eight hundred dollars to fix it. So the broomstick creepy pasta withered out of the cabinet and climbed up inside of his butthole and stole his happiness. you talking what, like... about
1: the broom broom man? <laughs> broom man. Are, you,
0: are you
1: referring to the broom broom
0: man right now? I'm going to Google this and I'm going to be very mad at you <laughs> if I get terrible, terrible things in my browser. The broom broom man.
1: You hear a gentle sweeping as he comes to lurk into your bedroom at night. When you come into your room and everything's dusted and your mom <laughs> didn't do it for you, you're already dead
0: parents tell you to clean your room and you don't but it gets clean anyway you know he's coming the broom broom man
1: he's already in your closet
0: I love the idea of, it doesn't anthropomorphize or anything. The broom just awkwardly is clearly thrown across camera <laughs> as it moves. Like it's a shot of a broom in a closet and then a zoom out shot of the closet and the broom is just like, chonk <laughs> onto the floor. And this is like a broom being thrown around the house until it stabs the kid in their bed while they're sleeping.
1: Yeah. You get this like close-up wrestling scene of a kid and a broom and he's like, oh, <laughs> throwing the broom around. Like, no. Oof. and then just like close-up shot of broom going through a shirt and blood just, yeah.
0: just rustling noises you get close <laughs> up with the kid's face and he's like no and a close up of the broom and it's just like This
2: is gonna date me a little bit, but this reminds me of a movie I always wanted to rent at like Blockbuster, but I never did. Where like the cover, it's like a horror movie, but the cover is just like a tire, a wheel.
1: Yeah, I I literally have that Googled up right now, rubber. (laughs) Do you? I was gonna talk about that. Yeah, that's exactly what this reminds me of. Tell me about it. Yes, and it reminded me of that too. Have you not seen that movie? No, I've never seen it. I haven't seen it either, but like, I know all about it. Let's watch it together. (laughs) Yes, Oh my God, wait, the
0: summary of this movie is so good yes oh i mean only only need one sentence to know that i absolutely need to watch this now read it this is, is a
2: 2010 movie that, is there an older version of it because i swear oh. i saw this in no 2010,
0: 2010. Yeah. horror comedy yeah rubber is a movie about a tire that kills people with its mind mm-hmm. it's pretty high concept stuff this is the next sentence yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm having like one of those things where like I have a vivid memory of seeing this in a blockbuster but there's no way I saw it after 2010
1: I suppose yeah you're probably right no way in a blockbuster maybe like as you're going through a store and it had like a DVD rack
0: yeah you see at like the grocery store in the bargain mm-hmm. bin or something yeah
1: it's just like it's one of those movies there's another one uh that I've seen someone do a review of that's like where this murderer or someone gets killed while they're trying to be apprehended by struck by lightning or something and then they get put into a drone and so like they are drone like literally like a dji phantom three drone that (laughs) flies around and kills
0: people oh my
2: god i looked up movies like rubber so this holiday season if you guys are feeling the christmas spirit and you've already seen rubber you can watch other classics like killer sofa possum or butt boy or thanks killing what boy butt boy it's just it's a guy in a blue robe it's called butt boy i have no idea what it's about but it's recommended butt
0: boy 2019 thriller comedy what do i i'm not gonna google that no it just comes up with an imdb page man it's legit no i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do that i think two of us trying to access the butt boy imdb at the same time is crashing the site
1: And now everyone at home listening to this is googling
0: butt boy. Don't deny it. We're calling you
1: out listeners We know you're doing it. Shame. Look at the image for killer sofa while you're at
2: it Killer sofa.
1: Killer sofa. Yeah (laughs) Oh Oh, well killer sofa. That's really a thing. Oh, boy.
2: There's also one called Wrong Cops that's recommended, where it's just like a police officer showing his, like, uh, likes to eat the
0: same kind of food I do, chest. That is the, directed by the same director as Rubber. Oh, okay. Wow. That is in their filmography. Oh. Wait,
1: Velocipastor? Oh, put Velocipastor. Yes!
0: Velocipaster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I heard about Velocipastor a while ago. This Same channel that like did a rundown of that other movie I was talking about also did a rundown of Velocipastor and it's just it's about a priest that can turn into a raptor a velociraptor, and I don't remember what the actual trigger for turning that into it but he fights ninjas and like he falls in love oh my god and it's it, like it goes places and I haven't seen it myself but I heard about it like two years ago and then recently it started actually like gain traction and people it's like a little bit of cult classic and if you guys have seen it at home maybe you know what it's about but it's just abby you gotta watch it
2: inhuman witch what <laughs> how have i not heard of any of these things
1: Lamageddon.
0: oh wait no i've i've heard of Lamageddon actually
1: inhuman I've... witch is another inhuman one inhuman yeah. witch Oh, wow. It's it's funny because some of the like the posters for these is pretty good. Uh, that one's not good. Okay. It looked good small. And then I zoomed in on it. And it's
0: not, not <laughs> yeah. good. The facial expressions <laughs> of the people on the Inhuman Witch poster are top tier.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know if... Probably it's 50-50 where 50% of the people that are making these movies are like, we know it's going to be bad and we're doing it just to be bad and it'll be fun. And then the other 50 are like, this is my masterpiece. This is my magnum. This is what's going to
0: get me in to the industry and you know that happens
2: i just want to say thanks killing i think has several sequels thanks killing wow all
0: right listen hmm. my point is that santa's creepy right santa. yeah no agreed santa let us
2: down this line we end up with thanks killing when we went look for santa so yeah i'd agree with you yeah
0: i mean it's all pretty concerning but uh the
2: lyrics to his theme song he sees you when you're sleeping he knows when you're awake uh-huh he knows if you've been bad or good so be good for goodness sake
1: uh uh-huh. creepy yeah but you know i feel like it's missing without that other half of krampus because the kid can just be like well I guess i'm gonna get coal it's pretty valuable i guess what does krampus do i've seen the movie so like i know what he does in the movie but like actually
2: like what does krampus his kids doesn't he i think yeah pretty much that and what eats them sacrifices
0: them i
1: don't know raises they, them as his own they don't come uh, back i guess
0: yeah just just take some all right just not a lot not a good enough kid yeah you're done now they actually
1: there's an scp that i believe is krampus i'm pretty sure um scp 4666 was spooky oh, uh,
0: oh i see what they did there
1: but in that one it, it like details what happens pretty explicitly and so they steal a kid and uh they take them to help make toys but the toys are often made of the bones of the other kids and they'll like eat an arm of a kid eat a leg eat a kid you know and then just, just basically will appear outside of your house around the Yule tide time and uh kidnapping murder. Kidnap murder. I love that. Kidnap murder. You love that.
2: Yeah, that's great. You love that for them. Yay for Christmas. Yay for Krampus. Hmm. But I would agree they're both kind of weird. Like a lot of traditional things are weird. I found one. This is not, well, it, it, no, it is related, but it's not necessarily Krampus or anything. In Catalonia, apparently they have this tradition that involves creating a character out of like a log, drawing a face on it, giving it a hat. And they spend uh, a fortnight feeding it fruit, nuts, sweets. And on Christmas Eve, the family beats the log with sticks and saves sings a song that translates to basically, if you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick until the log excretes all of its treats. What? And they decorate nativity scenes with small pooping ceramic figurines usually like well-known people from like throughout the year or something where they have their pants around their ankles just pooping they sing about pooping as they beat this log until it excretes the sweets within
1: they beat their logs while pooping until it excretes sweets
2: Well, i don't know much about this log i think the log is like a pinata basically
0: yeah it sounds like a pinata that's just being described as pooping
2: yeah but they actually decorate like they've got figurines of characters pooping that they decorate around with
1: Uh uh-huh
2: where uh Catalonia
1: Catalonia
2: I don't know how to pronounce this it's like uh Cagatio or cajatillo or Defecating Log is the Catalan tradition
1: Wait, is Catalina where there was that boob ghost? Catalonia.
2: No,
0: no, no.
1: Malaysia. Sorry, I apologize. Catalina's addressing. Catalonia is the place. The Catalan log that poops nuggets at Christmas. Wow. NPR.org. Wow. Yeah. Uh, sure. Sure. All right. Well, I feel like you've described as much as there is to describe on that one. I just wanted to throw out another one. Get us back on the Christmas spirit. (laughs) God, the illest the pictures when you go to the images of that particular Google search. It's (laughs) it's, this log is not what I thought it would be.
0: It's kind of like if Whoever designed Mr. Towley from South Park Yeah Was told to design a log that poops treats And was like, okay
1: I just, this image that I linked It's just like, it just feels, this feels wrong This feels like I shouldn't It feels like I'm on the wrong (laughs) website Oh no Dude, the
2: lady's face on the left in that cartoon It's like a cartoon image of a lady in a purple dress Holding down the
1: log On a pile of something
2: Yeah, there's a guy with a green striped shirt And they're both holding sticks Beating this really sad log with a pinocchio length nose
1: yeah and then there's another picture same artist of just the text if you don't poop and then it's like it's the most <laughs> threatening image i've ever seen in my life
0: god those faces uh, there's another one of the same log just sitting there and it just says poop <laughs> and he's happy because he I pooped see, i see that one.
1: Oh god well, I, man, the only thing I have comparable to that that we do in our home is just the hiding the pickle, you know, thing. Oh,
0: you guys do that? I heard about yeah. that and I had never heard that before. Yeah,
1: I had never heard that before either. You've never heard of it? Yeah, so we, every Christmas, we've always done it as far back as I can remember. There's just always been a pickle somewhere on the tree and whoever gets it first gets a bonus present. That's pretty cool. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know what started it, but that's just the thing. And that sucker is hard to find. That thing's real tough. Oh, it's green and the tree is screen
2: hide the pickle seems like somebody would try to convince like a date of on like the third date like hey we should play a game called
0: hide the pickle <laughs> is it on the tree or is it anywhere? it's like
1: on the. it has to be in the tree somewhere so usually when we did it, we hung it it was what we had was an actual ornament right so is but we would hide it somewhere near like some stuff and i i stopped doing it when i Screw up, but you know they still do it. Yeah,
0: I he- I heard about that. I was like an interview or something. Someone brought that up in like the last couple of weeks, and I never heard. So, are there rules about when you can look for it? Can you only look for it with one eye? Because if the rule was find the pickle, get a present, as soon as the tree was up, I would just be like, well, I'm not gonna stop looking until I find the
1: pickle. No, no, no. It's got to be like on Christmas at agreed time so you don't know where it is. Sure, everyone's on the same page, and then you all rush the tree all at once. did the
0: same person always find the? pickle because it's just hanging out. You probably find it. Do they put it on right before you look for it? I guess. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Okay. So me and my brother would do, did it first way back when. And so it would just be us two, but then, you know, like I got this big extended family now. So it's like a rush of these 12 kids that go sprinting for the tree all at once and basically knock it over. And then someone's real pissed when they don't get it. So, uh, yeah,
2: (laughs) I looked it up and apparently in the 1880s woolworth stores started selling glass ornaments imported from germany somewhere in the shapes of fruits and vegetables and pickles might have been among it and around the same time it was claimed the christmas pickle was a very old german tradition and Uh that the pickle was the last ornament hung on the tree the first child to find the pickle got an extra present but not many people in germany seem to have ever heard of this so it's (laughs) unlikely
1: that's a true story (laughs) i mean i do feel like it's one of those things because cincinnati is like a german city yeah a lot of high germans population german traditions and whatnot i feel like this something that americans in german like maybe germans pranked americans to be like oh yeah we hide the pickle all the time my german accent is not my good.
2: favorite german ac- oh yeah <laughs> uh,
0: please keep you going guys, german you guys Mark. go for it no 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 it's not oh, just yeah, gonna be oh yeah we hide the pickle all the time that's the one every year we put the pickle on the tree we hide the
2: pickle on the tree lady <laughs> favorite german accent get out of my tree you're german right
1: oh yeah oh hi i'm german
0: <laughs> oh
1: yeah wink wonk let me get you the pickle from the cool trunk
2: <laughs> what do you mean german i'm from Moscow. <laughs> we have babushka
1: here oh
0: hi i'm japanese oh, God. <laughs> Uh, this is why we agreed not to do accents yeah
1: <laughs> when did we agree this? I don't know I'm... I
0: feel like that's just a general rule that we have out in the in universe the institution none of us of should... distractible with the bylaws <laughs> yeah one of our enshrined <laughs> institutional north stars is that you shouldn't do accents because don't do that
1: yeah you right you right what was I thinking what's my punishment
0: that's a lot of pressure though like a lot of holiday traditions and stuff from around the world are just like they seem funny like they seem like really and I always I uh, always have in the back of my mind I always wonder if like a german guy just got to america was just moving in and settling down and his neighbors were like hey klaus how you doing good to have you in the neighborhood you know we're just getting ready for the old christmas season wonder if you had any uh any fun european german traditions and he's like oh i don't know we just do christmas you know tree, sing a song, I don't know. And they're like, Oh come on, you guys you Germans, you're wacky. You must do something fun and he's like, Okay, okay, uh if we hide a pickle in the tree. Yes. I don't know. Uh, we got nothing, man. It's not interesting. Because like, all of this shit, who comes up with this? How does it get to this place, and why? I don't know. There's no way it was thoughtfully curated like someone was like, yeah. We put the pickle in there, and then we tell the kids there's a pickle in there.
1: Humanity is one big game of telephone <laughs> that started from the time the first word was spoken and continues to this day. So, like, as soon as someone says some bullshit to a gullible enough person, they're gonna believe it, and they're gonna pass on that bullshit information in whatever way it was distorted in their head, and thus, <laughs> (laughs) you have civilization and where we are today that's kind of (laughs) it
0: so what you're saying is some dumb american was walking past a couple germans talking and the german guy was like yes yes i have three pickles and the american was like tree pickle (laughs) what a weird german tradition (laughs) and the german guy handed one of his three pickles to his friend and they walked away yeah 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 Mm -hmm. Makes sense that we're the idiots at least.
1: Yeah, yeah. It always boils down to us being the idiots and trying to co-op something that doesn't make any sense and call it tradition.
0: Do you have any weird uh,
2: Christmas traditions, Bob?
0: Weird ones? I mean, so my parents, I don't know if this is the right name for it because I think this is something else. My family would play this game called, uh, I guess we call it the White Elephant like game sort of thing. Uh, Yeah, okay. So we play like a version of that where basically you buy a bunch of like tchotchkes and, you know, candies and random stuff. You make like a pile of, a big pile of like a, all bunch of little presents. And some of them are big, but you know, they're like big box with, one thing in it or whatever it's the idea is that you have no idea what the presents are and then we play this card game where basically you're trying to get a pair. The first person to get a pair gets to pick a present and you can pick a present from the pile or you can steal from someone, one of their presents that they've already picked. And like, you just keep playing the card game. It's really fast paced, passing cards around and, and eventually all the presents are gone. And then there's like one final round. You can like, you know, exchange stuff. You can't open anything, but you can guess and try and, you know, get the best stuff or whatever. And then at the end, uh, you just open the presents and it's like, Oh, I got a candy and a, and a, a book about, birds of Ohio or something and like you know that it's really fun the presents are all just little things nothing super cool but the game is really fun that's probably my favorite like tradition that my family does we've done that in the
2: past that's not like a yearly thing we do every year but on my side my great aunt I don't know if she started this or if this started like with her family or what but like as long as I can remember whenever we've had our family get together we all have a thing where um we do like the number drawing thing like where you just draw a number and you go pick a present. the next person can steal yeah she always comes up with some unique thing we have to do is like a family where we split into groups the first year molly ever visited and met my family like i would just seen her in person for the first time like the day before christmas eve uh, i think she came in like the 23rd she like met my mom my siblings and the next day we went over to celebrate christmas eve with my my dad's side of the family basically and my aunt had us divided into groups where I wasn't even on the same group as Molly. So she had to like go get into a group with just random family members of mine. And we had to dress up into like different costumes and perform a song. Uh, like dance along. We didn't have the same way to like dance to this song with like a dance routine. There was a year we had to do like a cook-off where we had like different recipes. We all had to cook stuff and see whoever could make like the best dish i can't remember all the other ones we've done but like throughout the years there's just always been different like little mini competition things that we've done where they're light hearted they're not like try hardy things but it's still like kind of bizarre and i don't know where that originated from mm-hmm. that sounds kind of
1: fun you know what tradition doesn't make a goddamn bit of sense mm. with groundhog day yeah ah uh, yes that shit is the most confusing thing if a groundhog comes out of its hole and sees its shadow there's gonna be six more weeks of winter if it sees a shadow is it, or if it doesn't see the shadow
0: if it sees its shadow and gets scared back into its hole six more weeks of winter <laughs> If it doesn't see its shadow and it kind of stays out no more no more winter
1: what if the day's cloudy what if it's cloudy that day like which groundhog any groundhog like i no, know they t- do i know but that's can't be how it originated right yes who was the first person that told another asshole hey if that groundhog sees a shadow it's gonna be six more and then bet their entire farming schedule around that because that's what it was right here you go i got some information for you okay on february 2nd of
2: 1887 Uh groundhog day featuring the rodent meteorologist to celebrate this is from Uh history.com in pennsylvania in 1887 according to tradition if a groundhog comes out of its hole on this day and sees its shadow gets scared and runs back into its burrow predicting six more weeks of winter groundhog day has its roots in the ancient christian tradition of candlemas when clergy would bless and distribute candles needed for winter the candles represented how long and how cold the winter would be germans expanded on the concept by selecting an animal the hedgehog as a means of predicting weather once they came to america german settlers in pennsylvania continued the tradition although they switched from hedgehogs to groundhogs which were more plentiful in pennsylvania
0: it literally is that someone made it up mark yeah this says that climber freeze just went to apparently the pre-existing punxsutawney groundhog club which is a club of groundhog hunters in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. And was just like, hey, do you guys wanna go to Gobbler's Knob and <laughs> see if this groundhog's scared or not and then predict the weather. It's like the, the
2: have you seen the bones or no bones thing that's going on right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the exact same thing, but this is like 1887's version of this viral weird shit I where like something random, like a groundhog seeing its shadow or a dog that does or doesn't eat. I'm not saying it's it's cute, you know, the dog getting the bones and stuff, but like, it's still weird. People are like, oh, it's a no bones day the first time i heard it, i was like what are you talking about They're like it's gonna be a bad day it's a no bones day it's a no bones day it's the same idea it's like it's gonna be a long winter groundhog didn't see its shadow it's a no bones day
1: yeah exactly we're
2: still just as dumb as we were 200 years ago
1: and then in 200 years from now they ritualistically rip the bones out of a small animal to determine whether or not it'll be a good day or not <laughs> ah a bones day good excellent may it forever hence be a bone day I like groundhog day
0: doesn't have to make sense no i'm not saying it's not like cute and all but it don't make sense i will say i appreciate something like groundhog's day more than something where it's told to have come from real experiences like you hear about groundhog day and you're like okay but why would the groundhog and i was like he wouldn't know it's just a fun thing there's a groundhog mm-hmm. we get a, it's, it's arbitrary yeah. if there was a tradition where it was like in the ancient times groundhogs used to have the most acute sense of all of nature's creatures. Uh. They would be able to predict accurately what the weather would be in the near future and ancient hunters came to trust groundhogs. They would find a groundhog den and wait for it to come out and that would tell them the weather for the next couple months and then they would know maybe should we go on a further expedition and and push our luck or maybe we should turn back because winter is here to stay or like whatever like if that was the story of Groundhog Day I'd be like, yeah, sure. Fucking right. That doesn't mean anything to me. That's stupid. But that's some white guys in Pennsylvania. were just like, you guys want to fuck around with a groundhog and get drunk once a year. I don't know. <laughs> We go to this place called Gobbler's Knob. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and just check and just see what happens. Like, yeah, dude,
1: I would do that. This just the groundhog guy constantly trying to rope his friends into go hanging out in Gobbler's Knob with groundhogs. <laughs> like, oh, here comes Groundhog Gary again. <laughs> oh, jeez. No!
0: For God's sake, no! Better than Ferret Frank. <laughs> Frank's idea is just to let a ferret into your pants and see what happens. Yeah.
2: Do they name the turkeys that, the, you know how we do like the president pardons a turkey or whatever around things? thanksgiving do they name the turkeys or are they just like what happens to the pardoned turkey they get eaten <laughs> isn't that the point they're not supposed to
0: nah they get eaten the turkey is on stage next to the president or vice president whoever's doing it and they're like i pardon jeffrey c turkey on this thanksgiving go and and be free and then the chef literally takes that turkey into the kitchen and it's just like fuck <laughs> All right, let's eat this beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's how chefs say the word beard, apparently.
1: Beard. Have you seen, like, the White House chef? I don't know if it's still the same guy. What? Have you seen the White House chef? No. No. Have you not? The, like, what? Uh, the reason, you'll see why I bring this up. Are
0: you talking about this absolute beefcake of a man?
1: Yes, I am talking about this Holy crap, absolute beefcake. He's enormous. Who
0: is this? Andre Rush?
1: Yeah, is that his name? Yeah. Andre, Andre Rush.
0: Rush. The white house chef with the viral biceps dude he could kill a turkey just by looking at it yeah when so when you went rush like uh yeah that
1: was exactly what happened
0: oh my god the, the image of him with the frying pan and the big like the oh, yeah. spatula looking over glaring like he's about to murder someone he is jacked man dude
1: he's he's looking at the turkey right now he's like all right pardon
0: me, <laughs> That's where the stage is. He's in the back making gravy, staring at the turkey, just like, get over over here. I'm waiting for you. Turn the cameras off. Turn the cameras off. All that dude does is work out and then cook food for the president and his family. Yeah, pretty much. Apparently.
1: Yeah. I think he was the chef during, I believe, Obama. I'm pretty sure. The current chef is someone by the name of Christita Comerford. I have time with that name.
0: Wow, that is a hard name. Chris, Christata Christeta- Comerford. Ford. Comerford. Comerford. I don't know. I'm
2: just glad that we have food like that that we eat around the holidays. Have you guys ever heard about what they do for Christmas
1: in uh, Greenland? No. Nope. Didn't know people lived in Greenland. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, they they do. <laughs> All right.
1: Oh, I was just trees and ice. Very cold. I didn't even think there were trees. I thought it was just
2: ice so i don't know how commonplace this is there i don't have like statistics or anything but uh apparently they take uh small arctic birds i think they're auk. auk. i don't know how to pronounce it but they take small arctic birds and they wrap them in like seal skin bury it for several months and then i guess they'd pull them out dig them up and eat the decomposed flesh Good. Mm. I bet it's delicious to them. It's whale skin, a combination of raw whale skin and Arctic bird wrapped in seal skin.
0: This dish is apparently called kiviak.
2: Kiviak. A seal
0: delicacy. I think I've yeah. heard of this that. This describes it as a bunch of hundreds of dead ock birds stuffed into a dead seal and left to ferment under a rock for around three months.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Same idea, different imagery.
0: It seems to be a traditional dish of the native population of the area. Area of mm-hmm. Greenland I guess the Inuit population I'm not sure if that's yeah.
2: correct but meanwhile apparently KFC has taken the monopoly for food in Japan I guess they've convinced a lot of people in Japan that Americans eat fried chicken on Christmas oh
1: yeah no that is a thing yeah so
2: I didn't know KFC was big what? around apparently yeah around Christmas time KFC is huge in Japan yeah weird
1: it's just like marketing they they managed to do it that's the same as the hide the pickle Scottish German man from Japan he went over there and was like oh hi you gotta try this KFC I'm I'm an American. Weird. There's some weird
2: stuff out there i like spain's way of celebrating where they have a bunch of people run around wearing their red underwear like just underwear it's customary to wear red underwear on new year's eve so after christmas you get your red underwear out Uh, let's see it's a small town in spain la font de la figuera Uh, i'm probably pronouncing that wrong pick on the tradition one step further new year's eve run with runners wearing just their red underwear they also apparently allegedly this town has the highest incidence of pneumonia in the country though (laughs) (laughs) may or may not be related to running around in their underwear on new year's eve
1: it's a good fact you know that's a great fact very fun I like that
2: well um all right i guess i should probably bring this to a close unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about i'm
0: still hung up on the kiviak yeah it seems like one, one of those things that maybe you don't appreciate it until you see it in person but i it's just <laughs> the way that you eat this food is described as uh, traditionally you pick the birds clean i guess and clean the outside and then you bite the head off and suck out the juices of the bird
1: Huh? sure <sighs>
0: hell yeah <sighs> sounds good man it must taste better than it sounds because that sounds crazy. I just
2: want to picture the person who's just like, nah, nah, we uh, do uh look, here's what we do. Uh, we grab a, Oh God, I, I have, a, I have a dead whale line here. Okay. Dead seal, just scrape some of this, put this, uh, oh, look at all these birds, Blah, blam. All right, cool. Let me stuff these in the seal with the whale. And
1: we're going to put this in the snow for a couple months. And then, but then we eat it. Who pitched it? I mean, I mean, yeah, you got to understand like in, in most of these spaces, it's just ice. It's, Kinda just ice. You gotta make sure food, whenever you get it, keeps. So, like, a lot of the dishes, just like, you go for fermenting because it works and it keeps it relatively edible so that it won't kill you when you eat it. You know, you control the types of things that are growing in it. And when it comes down to food, like, if you grew up with that stuff, that's what you like! I mean, it's just what it is. You can get used to anything. You can, like, become accustomed to anything if you grow up with it. That's true. There's fermented foods all over the world. Who knows?
0: That's very true. It makes me want to try it because I feel like I'm not appreciating, you know, I'm not appreciating it. But I also feel like, some stuff, no matter how open-minded you are, you're going to try it. And if you didn't grow up eating it, you're going to kind of be like, I just eat bird juices. There's juice in the bird and I eat it. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Better than starving today. If it's of your culture, I'm sure it's delicacy. That dish is eaten mainly on special occasions. So it's like Christmas, birthdays. Yeah. It's fancy. Yeah. Let us know out there, if you guys like
2: have any of these traditions or other ones, like let us know on the Reddit or something. Like let us know some other weird ones and stuff. Or if you guys do these and if we're getting something wrong, because I'm, I'm curious, like, how many people out there, if you're in Greenland, like, do you do this? If you're in Catalonia, do you have poop statues? Like... I don't
1: know. There are fifty thousand people in Greenland. I'm not a hundred percent sure if we have listeners in Greenland. We might, but it's possible. Greenland listeners, go to the Reddit. Prove us wrong. <laughs> Show us you're there. We have to have at least uh, one Greenland listener.
2: There's oh, one. definitely.
0: No
1: question. Maybe. I know you're out there. The one holdout.
2: But all right, I guess I'll bring this to a close. Hope everyone out there has or had, depend on when you listen to this. Uh, happy holiday, Merry Christmas, so on and so forth. Be safe and smart out there, and uh let us know your crazy traditions. I have to pick a winner. Hmm. You know, based on something said very early in the episode, Mark, I'm giving you the win. I don't remember what you said, but it made me laugh or it made me like, oh, that's good points. And that's the only time I thought about points the entire time, Aww. so therefore you win. <laughs> Ah, thanks, man. Yeah, if anyone can remember what I thought of where I didn't say anything out loud, (laughs) let me know also what it was.
1: They're going to listen back to the episode and be like, oh, that was Bob. (laughs) 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 Uh oh. (laughs) Uh, It's too late for that. Thank you for the win. I appreciate it, and I earned it probably. Uh, Probably.
2: Fine. Great. Good episode, everybody. We do have merch out there. If you guys haven't already checked that out. If you go to store.distractablepodcast.com, you can get yourself a little squeeze ball fridge, shirts, and more with more stuff coming soon. Check it out. Thanks to my co-host, Mark and Bob, for a fun episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. And until the next episode, podcast out.